happy 22 May to all y'all. This is the show that is covering the South in so many ways. I'm John Rawl. This is Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. We're going to have a little British accent to our show in the second hour because that's where you'll find Precious Harris. She's gone to jolly old UK, the United Kingdom, and she's going to be reporting on not London, but Music Row, Nashville, Tennessee. Although she's gone abroad, that broad's going to tell us all about country music, and we'll have that coming up in hour two. We'll have also some good stuff coming in hour two. Hashtag hullabaloo. That's the second hour. Later this hour on the Y'all Show, we'll be joined by our friend Jonathan Lifeite, and we'll have an ACC report, plenty of ACC baseball as the tournament's going on in Durham this week. Also, we'll let you know about a bunch of ACC football news and notes that we'll get to all that coming up in the next segment. If you want to connect to us here on the Y'all Show, our number is 803-816-1170. Instagram and on Twitter, we are at Y'all Show. We are found on the really cool apps out there. Instagram, you can find us on the really cool apps of the iHeartRadio app. Also, you can find us on the TuneIn Radio app and iTunes podcast. All you have to do is go on any of those and search for Y'all Show, and we'll be right there, free download. You can stay connected to us at all times. Our website, y'all.com, and of course, we want you to like us on Facebook, y'all.com, and every day when we have a new Y'all Show available, you can connect to us on Facebook, and your new Y'all Show will be right there in your Facebook feed, all free of charge. All right, let's look at headlines here as we start out this hump day edition of the y'all show we we warned you about this on tuesday's y'all show and we have some good news to report from the national hurricane center as subtropical storm andrea the first named storm of the 2019 hurricane season it is now degenerated and should cause no harm to land so the miami Bay center said people in bermuda should monitor the storm's progress but for all of you in the south and all along the i guess north american seaboard we're clear of Andrea, and that is good news. We we can put off hurricanes for a while. Now, I don't want to leave out what is going on right now in Oklahoma. We saw it just a few days ago in West Texas. Oklahoma has been hit by a bunch of flooding. And then I know on Tuesday evening around St. Louis, they had a lot of hurricane warnings. Not hurricane, a lot of tornado warnings going on. That'd be pretty pretty strange if they had hurricane warnings in St. Louis, but uh, yeah, that, that's that's what's going on there, and we are certainly keeping a monitor on all things Mother Nature here on the Y'all Show. But at least in terms of the first hurricane potential, that will be a little bit further down the road as Andrea is degenerated, according to tornado experts a man in south carolina who mistakenly shot and killed his daughter we told you about this earlier in the week he's now been arrested on drug charges in greenville south carolina as the greenville county sheriff's office said that jermaine presley a 43 year old has now been charged with possession with intent to distribute heroin and possession with intent to distribute cocaine after the drugs were discovered inside his upstate home. Deputies had been at the home investigating the fatal shooting of his 23-year-old daughter, Najia Germanica Presley, who he killed on Sunday accidentally. And officials had previously said that he opened fire just after 1 a.m. on Sunday because he thought his daughter was an intruder attempting to gain entry into their Greenville, South Carolina home, and he fired through the door, striking his daughter, who was pronounced dead at the scene, and now he is in some hot water 
because of this death. You'd have to think that perhaps of his his drug possession there and perhaps his house was a drug house that might have been the reason he fired into the door thinking that it was some kind of person involved in the drug trade coming to get him and it ends up costing his own daughter her life in this update here from greenville south carolina congratulations to matt bevan the governor of kentucky as he held off a challenger on tuesday in the commonwealth he had a challenger and state representative, Robert Goforth, who self-funded his campaign in this GOP primary. But Kentucky voters convincingly went with Matt Bevan, and he'll move along to the general election at the end of the year, I guess November, and we'll see what happened there. The leading Democrats running for governor are Attorney General Andy Bashir and others. Bashir's the son of Kentucky's last Democratic governor. But Matt Bevan of Kentucky advancing to the general election in the commonwealth for governor in news in nashville an update there as house speaker glenn cassida is going to resign amid a text message scandal he'd been facing a lot of pressure from both republicans and democrats in nashville calls by for example the house the tennessee black caucus had asked for his resignation and this is an unprecedented move in the volunteer state's modern political era. The last Senate Speaker resignation came in 1931, and it was all the way back in 1893 that a House Speaker declined to resign, and his office was declared vacant, and that in Tennessee. And now the current House Speaker, Glenn Cassida of Franklin, Tennessee, resigning his not seat in the House of Representatives there in Nashville, but just as his House Speaker role. Tennessee's legislative session is adjourned until next year, so really no effect as of right now. But, boy, he had got a lot of pressure after one of his aides had put out a bunch of stuff, and Cassidy was on the loop on that and didn't do anything about it at the time. And now it comes and bites him in the tuchus, and he's going to resign his position there in Nashville. In Atlanta, U.S. District Judge Amy Totenberg will not toss out a suit challenging the state of Georgia's voting machines. And this lawsuit challenges the state's outdated voting machines, and it's seeking statewide use of hand-marked paper ballots. And and now this position can move forward according to Judge Totenberg. The lawsuit argues that the paperless touchscreen voting machines Georgia has used since 2002 are unsecure, vulnerable to hacking, and unable to be audited. And they came up. In the recent governor's race between Brian Kemp and Democrat Stacey Abrams, lawyers for the state had asked that Totenberg to dismiss the lawsuit, but she wrote in her order she's rejecting that request that the state's arguments are, quote, completely, they completely ignore the reality faced by election officials across the country, underscored by the plaintiff's allegations that electronic voting systems are under unceasing attack. And that from Atlanta as this voting machine controversy continues. Now to the controversy of the governor of Virginia, Ralph Northam. He's been in the news this year over a blackface scandal. And we now know just how that racist blackface photo first emerged in his yearbook from medical school as the Eastern Virginia Medical School announced on Tuesday that it plans to a news conference and will make a written report of the investigation public and a law firm has completed its investigation into this yearbook page from 35 years ago and we'll find out actually today what the eastern virginia medical school is going to announce 
The school statement included no details about the investigation that features Northam in 1984 in blackface. Now, he denied it was him, and then he went back and said that, oh, I didn't wear blackface. Then I wore it when I was actually in the Army station in San Antonio as part of a Michael Jackson lookalike contest. But no photos exist of that. He just came out and said it. But Ralph Northam here making some headlines on this Wednesday. Alabama Public Television is going to refuse to air the episode of the show Arthur that shows a gay wedding as they refuse this PBS children's show. The episode titled Mr. Ratburn and the Special Someone, it aired on May 13th, and in it, Arthur attends the wedding of his teacher and his partner. The state network instead showed a rerun of another Arthur episode and its director of programming said that APT has no plans to air the episode at another time, but they refused to air Arthur's gay wedding there in the heart of Dixie. And I guess that is their prerogative for such a thing. A petition on change.org arguing that Alabama needs to air the episode received more than 33,000 signatures of a 5,000 signature goal this week. Now that is a little surprising usually the liberal causes out there find ways to eclipse goals on petitions like change.org so hey maybe they don't really care about it in alabama and this tv show will continue on with or without the state of alabama all right here's a cause that's kind of neat to announce here coffee with a cause a company wants to donate 100 cars to single moms in needs and this is the burly man coffee they call themselves the anti-starbucks and they're based out of south florida they're a subscription coffee company on a mission to break the stereotype that all men are barbaric sexist misogynistic racist monsters and one of the ways they're hoping to do that is by helping single moms across the nation with its profits and not giving a single cent to planned parenthood again this is a pretty cool company burly man coffee Pro-life groups have criticized Starbucks for donating to Planned Parenthood, though the company's CEO says it isn't aware that the company does so. That's a little strange. Now, that's maybe the same guy running for president, Howard Schultz. Well, Jeremy Isles, the founder of Burley Man Coffee, told Fox News that Starbucks supports death and we support life. He says, we've been passionate about coffee for a long time. And we said, look, why don't we do something more than just sell coffee? That's what they're doing. They got a goal of helping 100 moms in need. The company said it plans to buy cars for 100 single women, single women, and give them away. Pretty neat calls coming from South Florida. This Christian company hoping to make a difference. Now in Mississippi, a police report says a South Mississippi lawmaker punched his wife in the face. This is in Loosedale. He punched her in the face after she didn't undress quickly enough. When the lawmaker wanted to have sex and Republican state representative Doug McLeod of Loosedale was arrested on Saturday on a misdemeanor domestic violence charge. The document filed in the George County Sheriff's Office says that he was drunk and holding a glass of alcohol when the deputies arrived and the deputies report that McLeod punched his wife and bloodied her nose. When officers told McLeod a domestic assault had been reported, they said he replied, are you kidding me? He's free on bail, didn't immediately respond to requests for comment. He's a 58-year-old that's represented George and Stone Counties in South Mississippi since 2012. 
He's unopposed for re-election this year. And here he is going off to jail. Again, he claims because his wife didn't want to have sex fast enough, he punched his wife in the face. That's a very disturbing story coming from Loosedale, Mississippi. Now to Alabama, and we know about Governor Kay Ivey signing signing into law the other day, the Alabama version of the heartbeat bill. Well, actor, comedian, and very outspoken liberal voice, Jim Carrey, you know him from Ace Ventura and all the other movies like Dumb and Dumber. Well, he has kind of gotten into painting here lately, and he has painted a portrait of Alabama's Governor Ivey being aborted. It's a very awful-looking thing to see. And he put out on Twitter this image, and he said, I think if you're going to terminate a pregnancy, it should be done sometime before the fetus becomes governor of Alabama. And it's been retweeted more than 20,000 times and has 101,000 likes as of this moment. Jim Carrey, the Canadian at that. I don't want to hear a Canadian talking about anything in the South. You mind your own business, Jim Carrey. Joe Biden, he's not minding his own business. He's taking his business all over the country right now. At least he's from Delaware uh, and, and Pennsylvania originally. But Joe Biden was in Nashville on Tuesday, and he's saying in front of an audience there that he vows to restore the soul of the country. He made his remarks during a campaign fundraising stop attended by the state's top Democrats And Joe Biden says his aim is to restore the soul of the country, and he believes that people are more united on major issues than divided. And, of course, he's one of 24 people. As of this moment, maybe you have put your hat in the ring, too, running for the Democratic side of the ticket in the 2020 presidential election. Joe Biden in Nashville this week. Hey, here's news about Hank Williams, Jr., who was born in Shreveport and grew grew up a good bit of his life around Coleman, Alabama, in the heart of Dixie, and, of course, lives in Paris, Tennessee now. Hank Jr. is going to give someone $6,000 if they can help find his grandfather's shotgun. It's a Remington Model 1148 16-gauge shotgun, likely to be found somewhere in South Alabama, and the country music singer is enlisting the public's help in locating his grandfather's shotgun and offering this big reward of whoever can connect him to the family antique. And it was a lot of time that he said he spent with his granddad, Shepard. And this would be, I guess, his mother's father? Steve Smith is Hank Williams Jr.'s attorney, and he said there's a reward on Facebook that said the gun was likely lost when Hank Williams Jr. moved from Coleman, as I just said, Coleman, to Paris, Tennessee, possibly from his cabin on Smith Lake. And the musician said he wants to pass that old Remington down to my children and grandchildren, and he's willing to offer fifty one hundred dollar bills and an additional thousand dollar finder's fee to whoever locates the gun, no questions asked. All right. Well we hope he gets it. I don't know how you can prove that it was his maternal grandfather's gun, Granddad Shepherd, who I think was from Coleman. That's where Aubrey, Hank Williams Jr.'s mom's hometown was, Coleman, Alabama, right there in the north-central section of the state of Alabama. But hopefully he'll find, again, that Remington 1148 16-gauge shotgun, Hank Williams Jr. If you know where that gun is, you can earn yourself about 6,000 big ones and maybe a new friend in Bo Cephas. A woman in Georgia rolled her van into a river 
and then it sank after she got scared of a spider. And this woman's Kia van ended up at the bottom of the river over the weekend after this spider crawled up her lap. And this woman claimed that I don't know her name. Good for her. I'm not going to pick on her. I don't think too many people want an eight-legged spider crawling up them. That's what she said happened. And she was in such a fright that she ran out of the van, allowing it to roll into a river. So she got out of the van, and that van kept on the truck and went right into a river. Police said by the time officers arrived at the scene, the van had disappeared from view and that it floated downstream several feet, totally submerged. A passerby in a boat attempted to locate the van without success. The woman says she was trying to back the van down a boat launch so she could slide her kayak into the river when she spotted the spider. No injuries reported. But the moral of the story, if you don't like spiders, you might not want to go near a river and put your kayak in, for one. And secondly, if you're that scared of spiders, maybe just stay indoors all day. But gosh, I see more spiders indoors than I see outdoors. I think y'all probably would be, yeah, you know, come to think of it, you're right, you're right on that general role. There's a lot more spiders and in, in running around the house. Even with glue traps, you, you still get them. And finally, as we wrap up our headlines here on this Wednesday edition of the Y'all Show, how about a great story coming from Birmingham as there's going to be a special plane participating in the D-Day 75th anniversary. This plane had been at what we call those boneyards. There's a lot out in Arizona in the desert, but this one actually was in a boneyard in Wisconsin after Air Force historians in Alabama realized its significance. And it's a restored C-47 troop carrier and it served as a lead aircraft of the main invasion force, and it's going to join other vintage planes in Normandy for the 75th anniversary ceremonies on June 6th. And this is a troop carrier, the C-47, called That's All Brother, and it is heading toward Europe from Birmingham, Alabama, as we speak, and I'd love to catch a ride on that thing. That's All Brother, again, participating in D-Day, June 6, 1944 is when that happened. And again, in here, just a few more days, it'll be the 75th anniversary of D-Day and the incredible sacrifice and the turning point of World War II, for sure. And we'll have more on that feat. But good to see that Alabamians came through and helped out getting That's All Brother headed toward Europe, Fortress Europe. When we come back on y'all, we'll be talking about the Atlantic Coast Conference. Our friend Jonathan Lifehite will make a heroic return to the show. He is with 24-7 Sports and CBS Sports Digital. We'll get all that's going on in ACC football your way, as well as what's going on with the ACC baseball tournament, which is taking place this week in Durham, North Carolina. That's up next on y'all. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 2424 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2424. Hi, I'm Paul. I know what you're thinking. Oh, great. Another wireless ad. I know how you feel. And it seems like they're always full of this complicated, tricky language about their networks and offers and blah, blah, blah. Well, Sprint is going to do things differently and let you decide for yourself with their new 100% total satisfaction guarantee. 
Try it for 30 days, love it, or your money back. See? Simple. Now get both Sprint's Unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. So switch now. Visit your local Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1 today. 30-day guarantee with new line of service. S10 128 gigabyte, $15 a month after $22.50 a month credit for 18 months credit applied within two bills. The canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 63020, pay $32 per month per line for five lines with auto pay. Data D prioritization during congestion. Coverage not are not available everywhere. Speed maximums, use rules, $30 activation fee and restrictions apply. Unisom knows when you don't get enough sleep, it's hard to avoid the fog. It's a sneaky fella. Hates sleep. Only appears when you don't get enough of it. I've seen the fog make a guy pour salt in his coffee. Thought it was sugar. Ever fold an entire basket of dirty laundry? Wasn't you. It was the fog. Unisom is specially formulated to help you fall asleep fast and get a good night's sleep. You'll wake up ready to take on the day. Sleeping well is the fog's worst nightmare. Unisom. Use as directed. Calendar on the wall says it's May 22nd. That means we're just about three months away from the start of ACC football. Miami and the Florida Gators get it going in Orlando the next to last weekend of August. Welcome back. It's y'all talk with a Southern accent. I'm John Raw. We got back in the saddle. Mr. Jonathan Leifheit of CBS Sports Digital and 247sports.com. Hello, Jonathan. Are you ready for some football? Oh, I'm always ready for some football. You know that. Well, yeah, I just saw an image coming from the Carl Gables campus of the Hurricanes, and they had some kind of display that had like 100, meaning less than 100 days until the kickoff of the season for the Canes, which they get going a little bit before everybody else. But we're certainly less than 100 days from the start of college football, and I, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, it's always good when you start getting into to double digits. And, you know, and a lot of teams start counting down the players. You know, some of them do the, 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 the current roster. Some of them do, you know, famous numbers from the past as you go, 99, 98. Always a lot of fun to see all that kind of go on. And, Jonathan, as we get closer to the start of college football, we now know from ABC their plans for some of the first weeks of college football. Of course, they're teamed up with ESPN. But ABC gets maybe the marquee game of the weekend. I guess they kind of have first shot at things. And ABC's just come out with the Saturday night football lineup for the first three weeks of the season. Auburn and Oregon get it going on August 31st of the game played in Arlington, Texas. Then some call this the biggest game of the year in college football. LSU's and Austin on the 40 acres to take on the Texas Longhorns. That's September 7th. 
And then the ACC comes into play, Jonathan, on September 14th when Clemson goes back to Syracuse, a place they lost in two years ago. They've got a September 14th, 7.30 Eastern kickoff against the Syracuse Orange. That should be an exciting game there from the Atlantic division of the ACC. Yeah, it will be. As you mentioned, Syracuse pulled off the upset two years ago in the Carrier Dome. Um, and then last year, they had Clemson on the ropes, but uh, a late rally with, uh, I guess it was the third string quarterback uh, from Clemson managed to get them uh, over the hump and, and pass the orange. Yeah, that was the game where Kelly Bryant, I think, uh, was not playing or something like that. Trevor Lawrence got injured, and then the third string guy comes in and yeah. leads them to a victory. Yeah, that was right. Uh, Kelly Bryant, uh, uh, so Trevor Lawrence got named the starting quarterback. Kelly Bryant realized that if he transferred out, and uh, at that point he had one more year left because uh, he hadn't yet played in four games, so he transferred out. And sure enough, the next game after that, uh, Trevor Lawrence goes down, and they have to uh, go all the way down the depth chart, and, uh, and it still worked out fine for the Tigers. Yes, I think so. When you win a national championship, for goodness sakes. Jonathan Moore, quarterback news from the ACC. We announced this earlier in the week, but I want to get your thoughts on DeAndre Francois, former starting quarterback for the Florida State Seminoles. He's going to stay in the Sunshine State for his college football career. He's already graduated, and he'll be a walk-on graduate transfer for Lane Kiffin and the fighting Florida Atlantic Owls. Your thoughts on Francois heading south to Boca Raton? Well, hopefully he uh, gets his head on straight. Um, had a number of issues with, uh, I guess you could call them domestic issues, uh, with girlfriends and whatnot at Florida State, which led to his dismissal from the from the Florida State team, uh, probably rightfully so. Um, some of the comments I saw from him indicate that he realizes he's a uh, He's not been a, a, exactly a solid citizen and that he hopes to get himself squared away. So hopefully he does that. And uh, what better place to go to, uh, to get yourself squared away than to go play for Joey Freshwater? I mean, uh, Lane Kiffin. <laughs> well, and in, in his defense, in Francois's defense, his girlfriend at the time, Diamond Lindsay's stuff got put on her Instagram account and he was never charged in that incident. So... I guess legally speaking, Francois is clean as a bell. I guess that's the term. Uh, well, legally speaking, yes, but morally speaking, probably not. Well, he's going to give it opportunity at FAU, which two years ago, Lane Kiffin's team won the CUSA title and had a really good season. I don't think they did too good last year. I don't know what happened there in South Florida, but the Owls will have a guy with some proven experience coming in, DeAndre Francois for the Owls of CUSA. More QB news, transferring news. Jonathan, as the Maryland Terps, the traders of the ACC now in the Big Ten, they're going to have Virginia Tech quarterback graduate transfer Josh Jackson, who started 13 games in 2017 for VT, and then he went to Buffalo. Or No, I'm sorry. He, he played two years ago. I, did he sit out last year? Uh, he was injured uh, last year, okay. and uh, I think early on in the season something happened with him, with him injury wise. I don't remember the exact nature of it, but he uh, he did not play all the all of 2018 due to that injury. Okay, well Maryland's also getting a tight end grad transfer from Buffalo, but they're strengthening their roster with a guy from south of the Potomac River as Virginia Tech grad transfer Josh Jackson now suiting up in that crazy uniform combo of the Maryland Terps of the now big 
10. More news of transfers and such as a former Georgia Tech quarterback, uh, r- rather B-back, A-back, what was Dedrick Mills? He was a B-back. A B-back, okay. Former Georgia Tech B-back Dedrick Mills, who ended up leaving Atlanta going to a junior college, he's going to be a Nebraska Cornhusker. What do we know about this, Jonathan? Yeah, that's been kind of ongoing. Um, I, th- I thought that he had committed a, a pretty good while ago to play for Nebraska, uh, coming out of JUCO. Um, of course, he was dismissed for violation, the, the ubiquitous violation of team rules from Georgia Tech. Um, went to, out to, I believe, in, out in Kansas to kind of get his act together and uh, and played it in, uh, in, in JUCO there. And now will join the Husker. He was uh, certainly a very dynamic running back, and I think it's an excellent pickup. He's a great young man, uh, just had a, a couple of uh, habits that uh, weren't uh, conducive to him sticking around on the flats for a bit. But uh, He is a, a good a good kid, and, and as long as he uh, runs with the right crowd, he'll do great up there in, in uh, at Nebraska. All right. Well, again, he played two years ago for Tech and now getting a chance in the Big Ten with the Huskers. All right, back to some quarterback news from the ACC. The Miami Hurricanes will have Tate Martell under center in that QB position this year. And ESPN staff writer Andrea Adelson has just penned an article about Tate Martell. And I want to know if you had a chance to read that and your thoughts on Martell guiding the Canes here in 2019. Well, I did read it. Um, uh, This guy's been kind of an interesting not quite train wreck, but uh, certainly interesting to watch kind of as he's gone from uh, transfer. He moved out of San Diego to Las Vegas to get more more kind of exposure, ultimately signs with Ohio State, you know, has to sit for two years kind of behind Dwayne Haskins and, and JT Barrett. Um, and then he saw maybe that it wasn't going to happen, and so now he transfers. Um, did not have a very good spring. I would not, uh, you know, while he's probably – uh, the highest profile player they have at quarterback. Um, I'm not sure that uh, Nikosi Perry and uh, forget Williams is the other uh, young man that's at at, uh, at Miami. None of those three have distinguished themselves as a leader. I think in terms of being the quarterback for them. So Martell certainly has landed in a place where probably the competition's a little easier, uh, especially given the woes at quarterback for Miami. But it doesn't look like he's distinguished himself in terms of uh, of his performance thus far. Well, Miami's head football coach now is Manny Diaz, and he's among three ACC coaches listed by Bleacher Report as new college football coaches killing it on the recruiting trail. David Kenyon penned this article, and I want to talk about Manny Diaz, and then I'll mention the other two coaches who are new in the ACC that, according to this writer, killing it on the recruiting trail what say you about manny diaz's recruiting efforts miami has always been pretty pretty darn good at recruiting uh, they've always done a pretty good job uh you know they've got such so much talent just in their own backyard right there in the down there in the in the in south florida that um you know picking up uh, picking up a class full of local kids is still going to get them a really high rating in terms of uh uh, of recruits so doesn't surprise me to see Manny Diaz do that also he is a local boy uh, from Miami his dad was a mayor I believe and uh, he's been there so um, no surprise that he's uh, making some pretty good hay there yeah and the other new coach from the ACC getting a shout out from the Bleacher Report was Mac Brown and UNC 
Now, I remember he got a quarterback heading to Tallahassee to change his mind and stay in state and suit up for the Heels. What else can you tell us about the recruiting efforts of the Heels and Mac Brown? Well, yeah, he's uh, Mac has done a, a really good job thus far. He's uh, got right now North Carolina kind of listed as a top 10 uh, recruiting school. I believe they're in, uh, depending on which ranking you look at, uh, 247, which is the one that I prefer, I think has them currently right around eight. Um, they've already gotten four two stars, um, including a top 250 prospect, um, and then they've got uh, a number of others. So um, they're and they're on top of that, they're also doing a good job of pulling those from the in-state, uh, you know, and local local uh, programs. So uh, I think that's a that's a really big big deal. So right now he's got six commitments from the state of Texas, and then three others from Georgia, and two from Virginia, and one from South Carolina. So uh, a lot of what he's doing is is kind of trying to keep it in the in the local area and and pull it in and they're they're really doing a, a good job up there of, of getting them all right and the last of the triumvirate of acc coaches that are new on the job in 2019 that are doing a good job in the recruiting front is jeff collins of the georgia institute of technology jonathan what is coach collins doing there on the flats to improve the yellow jackets recruiting efforts in 2019 well i think I think the first thing he's done is, is raised their visibility. The, the brand and marketing strategy that he has employed has been, uh, stunning in its, uh, uh, I guess breadth and depth, uh, in what he's done. So he's done a really good job of, of doing that. And then, uh, Don't, that has. Stop, stop. Now, Tim, give me examples. What, what's he doing well, that's so amazing? Well, if you look at kind of the stuff he did with, uh, in conjunction with Waffle House, if you go, um, that's one example. Um, they do the kind of the Wednesday Waffle House thing. That's been pretty good. Um, he's also kind of developed uh, a number of uh, memes or or taglines that go along with kind of trying to make Atlanta uh, belong to Georgia Tech a little bit more so, you know, particularly around the 404 area code and and things like that. Didn't um, I see a hat that he was wearing or somebody that had like the Waffle yep. House look that had 404 in it? That was, that was exactly it. Okay. Um, so they're doing that. Uh, if you go follow what's happening on Twitter, um, uh, they have uh, they have the, the branding that that is there, and the things that they're doing are, are quite uh, impressive and quite incredible, to be honest. And a proper shout out off the football field, Waffle House has Georgia Tech roots. Uh, absolutely, um, and their current uh, current CEO uh, Walt Emer is a is a proud graduate of the institute as well. All right, so Waffle House, a Georgia Tech company, and. I guess that might be part of the reason they have that familiar gold and black logo all over the country. Well, most of the country, I, I should say. But Jeff Collins, who grew up just east, I guess Ro, uh, Conyers is his hometown. And he is yep. uh, very proud to be the head coach at Georgia Tech. Now, Jonathan, from a strategy standpoint, he's kind of making that whole claim of Atlanta's ours. But does that not hurt him in other parts of the state of Georgia? It has not thus far. Okay. Um, as a matter of fact, he's been able to reach out and get across the state uh, to a lot of programs. So, you know, I mean, certainly they're trying to embrace Atlanta. And a lot of that's not just for recruiting, but also for 
you know, marketing of the program to, to embrace the fans and, you know, to make, make Georgia Tech kind of cool for, for some of the younger generation. And that's a lot of what he's trying to do. And it's been pretty successful thus far. Uh, but from a recruiting standpoint, he has, he has gone far beyond the, uh, the limits of the, of the perimeter, uh, in order to, 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 uh, to recruit. And that includes some, uh, some, uh, helicopter trips, uh, which by the way was, uh, I think sponsored by Waffle House, uh, <laughs> Uh, helicopter and plane trips. I know they used the Waffle House plane on a couple of occasions, and then also used uh, a helicopter to make some visits as well. So, uh, and that's been across the state and across the southeast. And in case you don't know, if you don't know the history of the new coach in Atlanta, Jeff Collins, he loved Waffle House so much that he was the head coach at Temple in Philadelphia. He would literally drive from Philly down into Delaware where he could find the first Waffle House just off the interstate there to have meetings and have breakfast and things like that. So he, he's a diehard connoisseur of Waffle House. So this is not just some kind aren't, of new... Hey, John, aren't we all? Uh, sometimes. I, I like Huddle House, too, which also has its roots somewhere in Georgia, too. So uh, I'm, a, I'm definitely a Waffle House connoisseur. Well, I like Waffle House most of the time, but I, I don't mind Huddle House. I'm an equal opportunity con- connoisseur of both, okay? I'm trying. I'm trying to play it fair here. I like Cracker Barrel too. I got to give my shout out to my Tennesseans there who helped start that go. thing. Uh, Jonathan, let's talk about with the the fact that Jeff Collins is in Atlanta and you have this new improved Georgia Tech thing going on, claiming Atlanta. I just spent several days in the bottom third of Georgia, from let's say Macon down. And yep. John and, and a lot of that time I was going on back roads. I was going on U.S. highways as opposed to interstates. And Jonathan, I didn't see one Georgia Tech anything the entire two to three days I was in that part of Georgia. I didn't see flags out in the yard. I didn't see cars. So is it okay that he's abandoning the rest of the state? I, I don't think he is. He's okay. actually been paying visits. As I mentioned, uh, they did some helicopter visits uh, down there, and they've been certainly recruiting in all areas of the of the of the state thus far. All right. Well, we want to see that beautiful Buzz logo all over Georgia, and I'm sure, in your opinion, all over the world, right? Oh, well, of course, it should be everywhere. And as we go to break, and we'll come back with some info on other sports. Jonathan, what's the good word? to hell with georgia all right we'll come right back and we'll have the conclusion of our acc talk with jonathan life this is y'all technology truths brought to you by geico technology truths truth you think you can solve any problem by turning your computer off and on hey man is something wrong with your laptop Nah, I just need to turn it off and on. It's no problem. It's smoking. Yeah, that just means it needs to reboot. Truth. It's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at Geico.com. And now it's on fire. Happens all the time. It's all good. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Message and data rates may apply. Up to eight messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. Not to brag, but the Purple Mattress is a pretty big deal. And so is our Purple Memorial Day sale. For a limited time, get up to $100 off and a free set of luxury purple sheets when you buy a mattress. That's up to $229 in savings. Our biggest sale ever. What makes Purple such a big deal? It's the only mattress that gives your back the firm support it needs and the soft comfort you crave at the same time. No matter your body type or favorite sleep position, 
position. Dreading those hot summer nights? Purple's one-of-a-kind comfort technology naturally stays cool all night so you don't sweat the bed. Not to mention it isolates motion, is non-toxic, and is made right here in the USA. Because the best rest of your life starts on Purple. Don't miss out on Purple's humongous Memorial Day sale. Get $100 off and free sheets by texting TRY to 84888. Shop the best deal yet by texting TRY to 84888. That's T-R-Y to 84888. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 2424 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2424. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. It's y'all talk with a southern accent as we conclude our ACC talk. Now, talking a little basketball and some sad news coming from the conference office as the ACC's first black official has died at the age of 91, Jim Birch. He started on the scene in the ACC officiating games roughly 20 years ago, and he died at his home in North Carolina on Sunday. Again, aged 91, but until he got on the scene, and started refereeing. He he had begun. He was the first black official in college basketball for the Atlantic Coast Conference. So prayers go out to the conference there when he started doing that in 1997. Jim Birch. Now, Jonathan, we have some ACC softball to talk about, and the news is not so great as there's only one ACC team still in the NCAA softball tournament. Florida State has survived, and they've advanced after they dispatched South Carolina in the regional in Tallahassee. They're moving on. Jonathan, they're the only ACC team left in women's softball. Yep, they are. They're the number four seed. I think they have the the number four seed seeding overall uh they'll be playing host to oklahoma in their super regionals um so uh, the acc's gotten better in softball but uh still not in uh, great shape especially when they're down to 16 and only one of your teams make it 
Yeah, so Florida State is alive, but everybody else has packed their belongings and headed south. Now to the ACC baseball, we have the ACC tournament going on in Durham. Now this is the final year that that tournament's going to be in Durham because minor league baseball's changed the rules and they're no longer going to guarantee parks these kind of tournaments taking over their spot that maybe let's say the Durham Bulls could have some home games this week. Instead, you've got the ACC tournament. So any word where the ACC tournament might be next year? I uh, haven't heard yet. Um, there's probably – wouldn't surprise me to see it maybe down in, in uh, Greenville would be a possibility, I think. Um, there's a, a couple other places. Well, that, that's a minor league park. Yeah, and I don't think they're part of the uh, international league. That Ah, uh, oh, that's has, who made that rule? Has, yeah, so I believe it was the international league um, has – kind of change things out where they're not going to commit to things early enough where you can schedule in advance um so you'd have to go look and see some of the kind of the parks in the charlotte i believe the charlotte team actually is in the international league so that kind of rules them out um but i think greenville is not well that's the green uh that's the greenville drive and the single a sally league they're the boston red sox affiliate Okay. And again, the International League, in case you don't understand what Jonathan's saying, that's the AAA team that has a yep. team in, in Durham. The Durham Bulls are part of that. And the International League at the AAA level, the South Atlantic League at the single A level, and that's home in Georgia of the Rome Braves. But yes, it could be ACC tournament action in Greenville, South Carolina, perhaps in 2020. But this week, there in Atlanta, Jonathan kind of concluding how things worked out in the ACC and the Atlantic Division. The Louisville Cardinals were able to best everybody with a 21-9 and record. In the Coastal Division, it was a close race, but in the end, Danny Hall's Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets pulled it out with a 19-11 and mark, one game better than the Miami Hurricanes. Yep, uh, and Danny Hall uh, earned the Coach of the Year honor for uh, for his uh, outstanding job this uh, season. All right, ACC tournament action today. Louisville's got Boston College in the tourney. Georgia Tech and Notre Dame are suiting up, and Virginia and North Carolina as part of the ACC tournament in Durham. And they'll have this thing going on throughout the weekend. And Jonathan, remind people they have a little bit way of doing the ACC tournament compared to everybody else. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so the way they do that is, is they have a uh, they set up and, and do kind of pools, and uh, so I believe there are how many pools are there? Four pools um, that they set up. Okay. Each one of them will play two games. So there's three teams in each pool. The four um, you'll take the winners of those uh, and match two of them up in, in the semifinals. Um, and then the winners of that game will move to the finals on, and that's on Saturday. And then on Sunday, the winners of the of the the pool semifinals uh, will meet in the finals to determine the champion. There you have it. For more, you can go to twenty four seven Sports or CBS Sports Digital and catch the great work from Jonathan Lifei and everybody else there. Jonathan, thank you for your ACC insight, and we will catch up with you down the road. Sounds great. We'll talk to you next week. All right. When we come back in hour two of y'all, we will have a lot of fun with hashtag Huddlebaloo. And then we're going to take you to England, where Precious Harris is standing by with her country music report with a English accent. That's coming up in hour two of today's y'all show. Don't miss out.
Hi, I'm Paul. I know what you're thinking. Oh, great. Another wireless ad. I know how you feel. And it seems like they're always full of this complicated, tricky language about their networks and offers and blah, blah, blah. Well, Sprint is going to do things differently and let you decide for yourself with their new 100% total satisfaction guarantee. Try it for 30 days, love it, or your money back. See? Simple. Now get both Sprint's Unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. So switch now. Visit your local Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1 today. 30-day guarantee with new line of service. S10 128 gigabyte, $15 a month after $22.50 a month credit for 18 months credit applied within two bills. The canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 630.20, pay $32 per month per line for five lines with auto pay. Data D prioritization during congestion. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Speed maximums, use rules, $30 activation fee and restrictions apply. Message and data rates may apply. Up to eight messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. Not to brag, but the Purple Mattress is a pretty big deal. And so is our Purple Memorial Day sale. For a limited time, get up to $100 off and a free set of luxury purple sheets when you buy a mattress. That's up to $229 in savings. Our biggest sale ever. What makes Purple such a big deal? It's the only mattress that gives your back the firm support it needs and the soft comfort you crave at the same time. No matter your body type or favorite sleep position, Position. Dreading those hot summer nights? Purple's one-of-a-kind comfort technology naturally stays cool all night so you don't sweat the bed. Not to mention it isolates motion, is non-toxic, and is made right here in the USA. Because the best rest of your life starts on Purple. Don't miss out on Purple's humongous Memorial Day sale. Get $100 off and free sheets by texting TRY to 84888. Shop the best deal yet by texting TRY to 84888. That's T-R-Y to 84888. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy, and you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Top of the day to you there, old chap. Welcome to the Yarl Show, where we talk about the South. The, not the South of England, but the South of the United States. And I welcome in a jolly old fella, the General John Rawl, to talk about Yarl. Well, thank you. Thank you, sir. This is Y'all Talk with a Southern accent, not some kind of crazy UK accent. And the reason we're talking like that is because in just a few minutes, we're going to go to UK, United Kingdom. We're going to go to England. Precious Harris is going to join us from that country here in just a few minutes as she's got her Nashville music line. Her hubby is a native of England. And so she goes to England at least once a year to hang out with his family. So that's why she's checking in from across the pond. But she's going to have country music and Nashville on her mind when she joins us just a few minutes down the road here. And we're on the right side of the road here in this country. We're on, not on those other, those crazy people over there driving the wrong side of the road, don't you think? And we'll have that coming up in our Nashville music line with Precious Harris in just a few minutes. Want to also remind you that there's something going on in the UK right now from a political standpoint. And on Thursday's y'all show, we'll kind of dive into what in the world's going on with Brexit. They've got a big election 
Nigel Farrar, a guy who I really like, has started a new political party there called the Brexit Party. And within about six weeks, they literally are on the threshold of perhaps pulling off one of the biggest upsets in political history across the world. And we'll talk about that. Although we normally focus on the South, it's just amazing the correlation between what's going on in the UK right now and what's going on here in this country with the whole collusion, delusion, and the turmoil and stuff. If you thought things were bad here, I'm not so sure they're not worse in Great Britain. So we'll have that on Thursday's Y'all Show in addition to an SEC update, the SEC baseball tournament going on right now in Hoover, Alabama. We'll have all that on the Thursday Y'all Show. If you want to connect to the Y'all Show, you can call us. It is 803-816-1170. Our website address is y'all.com, Twitter and Instagram at y'all show. And we have the really cool apps that you can find us, whether you're listening to us right here in the good old South or the good old USA or in the Great Britain, you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, and the iTunes podcast apps. So go into any of those and search for Y'all Show and set it up to instantly go to your phone each day when we have a new episode available as we do this All Southern Show five times a week, Monday through Friday, the best of the South, right here on Y'all. All right, let's go right now on Y'all. Head first into the fun part we call Hashtag hullabaloo where we find all kinds of good stuff on social media to talk about and we start off with garrett hobbs at garrett hobbs 23 who is a welder and is a fan of the north carolina tar hills and writes there's only one god as part of his profile at garrett hobbs 23 and we start out our hashtag holy with this tar hill lover who writes when i ask for tea I don't want some hippie drink from Panera. I want diabetes in a cup. That from Garrett Hobbs. All right. Well, he's pretty adamant that he wants real tea, not Panera tea. Now, he got a reaction on Twitter from one of his friends, and that friend is M-A-K-I Johnson on Twitter, and they wrote back to Garrett Hobbs saying, the Panera teas are actually really good. Thank you. (laughs) and Hobbs responded back to M-A-K-I Johnson, can't do it, sorry. So he's pretty stubborn. He doesn't want to have that Panera tea, and I have to admit, and maybe this is going to get me more points with a lot of you, I've never had Panera tea. I have, I think, only had their sandwich one time, as they are known for their food, in addition to the, I guess, coffee that they offer there and the teas. But no, I can't do it either. So that's one thing Garrett Hobbs and I, we have in common. Although he's a Tar Heel. I just, I have problems with UNC. Maybe it's part of my NC State heritage. That's where my father went. And I like the Wolfpack as a youngster and still love the the Wolf logo that they're now bringing back. Isn't that kind of cool to see the strutting Wolf back into the frame of nc state logos something that was buried for a long time now coming back because i love old logos and that's something that i love to see there in raleigh north carolina go wolf back all right monique she's on twitter at divas can cook southern inspired from scratch cooking made fun and easy for us modern girls all this from monique on twitter and she puts something out there that's just a simple link But the text leading up to the link says, Southern Butter Pound Cake. Moist, delicious Southern Butter Pound Cake with a link. And 
she has her own website. I mentioned she's got the Twitter name at Divas Can Cook. She owns the web domain divascancook.com. And if you go there to her website from Monique, you'll find tried and true Southern butter pound cake. This pound cake is such an old fashioned classic with a tender crumb and incredible flavor. All right. So here is what she adds on about her southern butter pound cake this isn't just your ordinary pound cake this is a southern butter pound cake and monique writes it's true you just can't go wrong with a good old-fashioned butter pound cake whether you're topping it with fresh fruit like peaches or strawberries or just eating it as is it's just a southern classic butter pound cakes are pretty darn simple and a lot like a vanilla pound cake only with more buttery flavor. I would have never guessed that. And have y'all had a butter pound cake? And I'm trying to think. I mean, I don't know that I've had one per se. I'm sure I have. Uh, I've never had one at least described to me as a butter pound cake. Maybe I thought they were saying better when they were actually saying butter. It's a better butter pound cake. But yeah, I like butter. I mean, if you're a real Southerner, I don't see how you can't like uh, good butter. And who doesn't like a good pound cake here in the South? So yeah, that's a a very good point. And Monique, we appreciate you sharing that. And you can go find her recipe for Southern butter pound cake at her website, divascancook.com. All right. I found this next hashtag color blue bit of fun from Instagram of all places. It's Instagram creole food fest and they write on instagram we're happy to feature chef jen booker at the creole food fest in new orleans chef jen booker is a renowned chef from atlanta who specializes in southern cuisine with a french accent hey they're stealing that idea from us here at the y'all show southern cuisine with a french accent we like southern cuisine with a southern accent but creole food fest continues that she studied at the prestigious Le Cordon Bleu College of Culinary Arts in Paris, France. She's also a reality television personality and cookbook author, Chef Jen Booker, and she's at the Creole Food Fest. So if you're into good cooking and Creole food, perhaps you can make your way to New Orleans and participate. I don't know the details of the Creole Food Fest. You can go to the Twitter account at Creole Food Fest and get linked for more information, but Having a person there who puts a little French accent on Southern cuisine, I'm sure it's very tasty. My, my, coming from the Big Easy. Alan Bongiovi is on Twitter, at Bongiovi4VA, and he writes in his profile, he's a Democrat, and he's a Fauquier Young Democrats County Democratic Committee. Now, this is in Fauquier County, which is just to the southwest of Washington, D.C. It's kind of halfway between Washington, D.C. and Charlottesville, Virginia. It's right in the middle of the very pretty historic area of northern Virginia. And Alan on Twitter, again, he's a Democrat. He puts on Twitter this week, What in the mullet-wearing, neff-son-having, John Deere tractor is going on here? Hashtag racist. Okay, I'll get to that in just a second. If you heard me say something there that you may not have ever heard of before, Nefson, yeah, he put this in his tweet, and I'm sorry, that's a new term on me that I had not learned in my education. Nefson is kind of a slang word, and it means your father 
is your uncle, meaning that he had a little relationship with your sister, and I think she's your mother or something like that. It's it's not a nice thing to call someone a nephson, okay? It implies inbreeding, okay? But he writes that as part of his statement of what in the mullet wearing nephson having John Deere tractor is going on here, hashtag racist, because I think this picture was taken in Fauquier County's Warrington, the one of the big towns there in that area of Northern Virginia. They got a big old pickup truck, which again, this is in a rural part of Northern Virginia. And look, Virginia is certainly inundated with a very modern Northern Virginia area that's the suburban area of Washington, D.C., and there's more people probably from every country of the world living there than from the South. But the rest of the part of Virginia going down toward Richmond or certainly in southwest Virginia, it's as country, rural, and southern as it gets. And, of course, you're talking about a state that was once the capital of the Confederate States of America. But this guy, this Democrat, very active in Democratic politics in the Commonwealth of Virginia, his picture has a big old pickup truck. I think it's a Ford with writing on the side and some camo that says loose change and in the back he's got two flags flying the u.s flag and the confederate battle flag now if you're in the south chances are you've seen similar pickup trucks driving around near you oftentimes with maybe just the confederate flag sometimes they may have the u.s flag sometimes they have the yellow gadsden flag which is the don't tread on me snake flag it could be I haven't yet seen a big pickup truck coming down the road with a rainbow flag, but I'm sure somewhere out there there's been that. Hey, if you don't like it, guess what, Mr. Democratic guy? This is America, and this guy has every right to go around with his flags flying as long as he's not intimidating anyone directly trying to create problems or or break the law. He has every right to fly whatever flag he wants to, including the Confederate flag. And I don't like people like you coming on social media and you're calling this guy out for being a racist and you don't know a thing about him i bet so that's all i'm trying to say you you can go on twitter and call him a racist but this guy i'm going to defend him because it might be redneck but i wouldn't call it racist to be driving around in broad daylight with a again he's got a pickup truck with camo on the side and the words loose change inscribed along the side of his truck i think he's got a picture of a deer on there too it's pretty redneck and i bet you he he didn't go around that day trying to intimidate anybody from another race he just wants to look like a redneck and guess what the confederate flag as much as i love it for its historical meaning it has other meanings besides history it does in some cases mean racist to some people but it also means redneck that's why you see rednecks oftentimes use it in certain cases and I like I like rednecks. I consider myself a part-time redneck. And I bet you just about every single one of you listening out there, if you're a Southerner, you're part redneck. Maybe you're full-bred redneck. That's fine. Jeff Foxworthy made a career out of rednecks. And uh, he, I'm kind of envious of Jeff Foxworthy. But again, unless they're breaking the law or they're being a knucklehead intentionally trying to be racist, it's not fair to call them or anyone who waves a flag or is proud of that flag or wants to use it as i've told you before a lot of people have flags like this because there's no there's no ownership of it by some other group the confederate flag is part of the domain there's no fees attached to when you make that flag and sell it you don't have to give a royalty to anybody that's why oftentimes you see it in gas stations put on merchandise and things like that it's something that people 
recognize and the people that made it don't have to go find whoever owns that flag and give them a, a cut that, that that's why and, and same goes with the u.s flag people use it on all kind of products some of which probably isn't very patriotic but guess what they don't have to own it it's in the public domain all right alan thank you for putting that out there so we could talk about it and also letting us know what a neff son is coming from Falkir county in the commonwealth of virginia lucy Britt stadler is on twitter and she writes as part of her lucy underscore brit profile i'm really good at taking naps and i love buffalo chicken wings <laughs> i like that that's pretty creative there and i love the i'm really good at taking naps you know lucy i think you've got some competition for that not me but i know a lot of people who love to take naps and we're not gonna let you take a nap here listening to the y'all show today so let me get at what lucy Britt stadler put on twitter this week she she writes it's hard because i'm so tired that showering seems impossible but i also have about 20 pounds of hairspray in my hair from this wedding hashtag southern yeah lucy i'm not a southern woman I, i love our southern women but i'm not one and i don't plan on transitioning to being a southern woman anytime soon but something tells me for all you southern ladies out there that it's probably a little bit more of a challenge to be a southern woman in the south in the summertime when you have these weddings and you got a cake on things like hairspray and not worried about getting sweat in your eye and i I don't know tell me here at y'all you can texas 803-816-1170 is it easier or is it harder to be a southern woman in the summertime and give us some of the nuances that come from being a southerner and a woman in the summertime that you may not have to deal with in the wintertime good or bad we want to hear from you here on y'all but lucy Britt, thank you for sharing that and maybe i should go buy some ownership in a hairspray company pretty soon with the summer really approaching fast national purebred dog day is on twitter at in purebred dog day celebrating the heritage diversity and predictability of the purebred dog and they wrote a tweet out that says the expression crooked as a dog's hind leg is basically southern slang for shadiness all right crooked as a dog's hind leg shadiness well we are not shady so we are not crooked as a dog's hind leg but we love our dogs and thank you national purebred dog day for putting that out on twitter this week now this is a, a, right now a couple of tweets that i want to share that mean something to me here specifically because i'm about to head north if if the stars align lee's famous chicken have y'all seen a lee's famous chicken restaurant near you i know they've had a presence in the south at times they still have a very small presence this is an ohio-based fast food chain lee's famous chicken at lee's famous chick on twitter and they put out on Twitter, since they started back in 1966, they put a tweet that says, Sip your way in the summer when you add a gallon of tea to your order. Hashtag sweet tea, hashtag unsweet tea, hashtag summertime. So Lee's is trying to compete with the Milo's of the world with sweet tea. And I'm going to be across the Ohio River pretty soon. And if I see a Lee's famous chicken restaurant, I'm going to pull in there and sample their tea and let them know how bad it is. You know it can't be good coming from the north, right? But I will I will report back to you on Lee's Famous Chicken, which I do know they have a few locations in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. But when I'm up in Illinois, Ohio, if, if, if I've told you I'm planning on heading to Chicago Memorial Day weekend and heading to Cedar Point in Ohio, the roller coaster, roller coaster capital of America, supposedly. 
and let my youngster enjoy riding roller coasters all day. And if I'm in Yankee land and I see a Lee's famous chicken restaurant, I'll report back to you on the Twitter. All right. Mary Harding's on Twitter. She's from Chicago, but she's from the South. And her Twitter handle is MEH957. And she wrote on Twitter this week, I bought grits and hash browns. I'm getting back to my roots. Hashtag Southern. And then Mary Harding adds, for breakfast, I made grits, veggie sausage, and eggs. I put Jardinera on my eggs, thereby making tribute to my Southern past and my present as a Chicagoan. Hashtag breakfast. All right. Let's educate y'all in case you don't know about Jardinera. It is an Italian relish of pickled vegetables put in vinegar or oil. And sometimes it's called sadaceti or under vinegar. I need to brush up on my Italian. And you use it a lot in pickle foods. It's often eaten as an antipasto or with salads. And Jardinera is commonly available in traditional or spicy varieties. And you can find it as a condiment used in a variety of foods such as bratwurst, bruschetta, burgers, pasta salad, hot dogs, sandwiches, and more. And it's not uncommon to use Jardinera in the U.S. on pasta, especially in the Chicago area, including on pizza, too. In the cuisine of Chicago, Jardinera is used as a condiment, typically as a topping on Italian beef sandwiches. Well, I'm going to feel like a true Yank if I'm in Chicago and have me some Jardinera on an Italian beef sandwich while up there if i'm able to make it i'm still not sure my passport's going to get stamped when i try to cross over the ohio river but if i do make it i'll report back to you in a couple weeks if i had my lee's famous chicken iced tea that's sweetened at least and some jardinera while in chicago as i like to call it and that is hashtag hullabaloo hope you enjoyed that here on this wednesday when we come back on y'all we're going to switch to talking about yankees to the people that we broke away from back in 1776. Precious Harris is standing by in England, and we're going to find out what she's got to report over there about what's happening over here as it's country music time with Precious Harris, and that's coming up next. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 2424 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2424. Hi, I'm Paul. I know what you're thinking. Oh, great. Another wireless ad. I know how you feel. And it seems like they're always full of this complicated, tricky language about their networks and offers and blah, blah, blah. Well, Sprint is going to do things differently and let you decide for yourself with their new 100% total satisfaction guarantee. Try it for 30 days, love it, or your money back. See? Simple. Now get both Sprint's Unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. So switch now. Visit your local Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1 today. 30-day guarantee with new line of service. S10 128 gigabyte, $15 a month after $22.50 a month credit for 18 months credit applied within two bills. The canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 63020, pay $32 per month per line for five lines with auto pay. Data deprioritization during congestion. Coverage not are not available everywhere. Speed maximums, use rules, $30 activation fee and restrictions apply. Unisom knows... 
When you don't get enough sleep, it's hard to avoid the fog. It's a sneaky fella. Hates sleep. Only appears when you don't get enough of it. I've seen the fog make a guy pour salt in his coffee. Thought it was sugar. Ever fold an entire basket of dirty laundry? Wasn't you. It was the fog. Unisom is specially formulated to help you fall asleep fast and get a good night's sleep. You'll wake up ready to take on the day. Sleeping well is the fog's worst nightmare. Unisom. Use as directed. It's the Y'all Show, where we talk about the South and welcome in here on this Wednesday edition where we bring in the maven of Music Row, Precious Harris. She is a music development consultant. You can check out her work at NashvilleMusicLine.com. Also, Precious is the author of I Know Country with 366 daily country music questions and answers. You can buy and instantly download an ebook copy of this at iknowcountry.com. But you don't have to go download anything right now to get all that's coming from Precious because she's joining us right now on the Nashville Music Report here on the Y'all Show. Hello, Miss Precious. Hello, everyone. I'm calling you from uh, not so southern south. <laughs> I'm calling you from South England, not no. South Tennessee. Oh, Lord, <laughs> England. What? Yeah. Is country music taking over England now? I'm so serious. It really is. When when Eric Church sold sold out last year at the Wimbledon Stadium, that tells you it's some big stuff happening. And Chris Young actually was here last week, right before we left. So he's been over here at a sold out show in Manchester. So it is. It's hopping and a bopping. Yes. All right. Well, we know that country music has had some impact in jolly old England through the decades. But good to know that, like someone like Eric Church, who I would think. Maybe doesn't get a lot of airplay in England, but maybe I'm wrong. Well, you know, England's radio is completely different structure than what we are with the FCC. But because of the Internet and the UK country gold and things like that and the streaming, it's just bonkers. So that's why it's growing by leaps and bounds over there. But when I was over there three or four years ago, Dolly and I didn't realize that it was Dolly was going to be there. I'm just because I'm, I love Dolly, but when I go over there, I don't think of going to England to see country music when I sit there on Music Row and interview them. You know what I mean? So I don't think about it. But I looked and there's these ladies in these pink sequel cowboy hats with shirts, hand painted Dolly Liz forever, and the men were just um, as dressed as funky as the ladies were, <laughs> and they were all excited. And I told them I was from Nashville. I should have kept my mouth shut. Yeah, because it was. Have you ever met Dolly? Oh, I love Dolly. Do you know Dolly Parton? Oh, we love you know. So I'm like, okay, but yes, they do love country music, and they love. And there's some diehard. I thought there's diehard fans at CMA Festival, which is coming up in a couple of weeks. But no, there is diehard, diehard fans of country over in England. All right, well, Precious, you may have a little jet lag going on, so just to help keep our listening audience from being confused, old chap. When you say over there and you're over there, make sure you kind of let people know that you're over there. Does that make sense? 
Because you're over there and we're over here. Yes, but I still see my heart. My body might be in London, in England, but my body, my 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 heart is your, on Music Row. Your so. buttocks is back in the yeah. blue. <laughs> you, your buttocks is in the bluegrass. Yes, my buttocks is in the bluegrass. My heart is on Music Row. My body's in England. All right. Well, we we understand. We've got Precious here now. I bet you in England they know a thing or two about some other hit makers beside Eric Church. And let's start out talking about one guy that probably has a lot of fans in jolly old England, Thomas Ritt. He's going to be hosting an album release event for his latest project, Centerpoint Road, at Nashville's Bridgestone Arena during CMA Fest. And that's on the Saturday of CMA Fest, June 8th. First of all, what's the connection with Thomas Ritt and jolly old England? And what can you tell us more about this latest project, Centerpoint Road? Well, the biggest thing is his touring over there. But what he's doing over here... here yeah, over here, over there, yeah. <laughs> over here in England, he's got a huge, he's, everything that he's booked, he's been sold out. And he's also been part of some of the acoustic shows, too. But um, in in Nashville, he is actually less than a mile from my house at Center Point Road, where he grew up, which is a little freaky. Because I, I knew that Thomas Rhett lived up there uh, when he was a little boy, but I didn't realize that it was that close to me where we live now. But anyway, but uh, the fans, he wanted to up close and personal because he's very much about his fans. And because um, he says they're the reason that he is where he's at as an artist. And he's not doing a full band show. It's a stripped down, very acoustic setting. And of course, he's been playing acoustic guitar since he was, you know, his dad, uh, Red Akins, taught him how to play when he was itty bitty baby. But anyway, the long time his fans are going to recognize a what they call the B stage layout where uh it's it's like a layout of just acoustic, but it's just a full-on stage with just acoustic sound. And uh, the, it's a fundraiser, so it's going to be $25. Plus, you get a copy of his record, which is pretty cool for that. And then the benefit is going to be uh, – the benefits uh, – the proceeds are going to be benefiting the CMA Foundation, which is a huge, huge foundation that CMA sponsors to help music educators to keep music in schools and music programs in places that they – would normally be taken out of all right this again is thomas rett putting on an album release event and everybody's invited you got to pay 25 bucks but as precious just told you you actually get a copy of the album when you give that 25 dollars for a good cause the cma foundation and this is on saturday june 8th at the bridgestone arena in downtown nashville the latest project center point road and precious i assume thomas rett might also be performing during the week of cma fest over at nissan stadium he is and if you go to uh i've just literally i'm going to be posting on my on my on my blog uh this week the uh, cma press release i've got from them but he is going to be if you go to cmaworld.com it will tell you exactly who's playing what slot and where. And they have a lot of free stages, too. If you're coming to town, you don't really financially want to go to the big concerts or whatever, then come on down. There's lots of free stages and um, up and down Broadway. Newcomers, people you've seen on The Voice, things you've seen on The Idol. And, but the tickets for I Forget is arenanashville.com. Okay. is the, uh, to get thomas rett tickets but the cma world is all encompassing of the whole entire festival and they're estimating a hundred and forty thousand people this year well that's not six hundred thousand no no that's not oh yeah oh lord lord i'm which, so glad i stayed which home. nashville just enjoyed when they had the nfl draft now precious i gotta ask you this album release 
is going to be at Bridgestone Arena, which is a huge arena. And I assume they're expecting thousands of Thomas Rhett fans to come pouring in the door for this event. And is this not a conflict to the rest of the events there, especially the, the stadium event during CMA Fest? No, because I'm pretty sure that it's probably, I'm not for sure the time, but there's so many things to do. There is music, literally, sometimes 10 stages at one time going. You may have Confederate Railroad on one stage or the Headhunters on the, down there at the uh, Pavilion stage. You've got the River stage. You've got the Chevrolet stage. So there's so many. Mo- most people, because it's going to be hotter than Hades that week, they're probably going to want to be inside at the Bridgestone. So that's why. And I think the Bridgestone homes maybe left right at 11,000. It depends on how they block it off of the show. But, yeah, so, you know, 11,000 people is only 10% of the 130, 40,000 are expecting. So I can see it selling out really fast for Thomas. All right. Again, the CMA Fest taking place around June 6th through the 9th in Nashville. D-Day, June 6th, which, by the way, Precious, you're over there. We want to remind everybody we're coming up on the 75th anniversary of D-Day on June 6th, 1944. That happened, and I know a lot of people are heading that way for those ceremonies. If you don't make it over to Normandy for D-Day, maybe make it to Nashville for CMA Fest. Not exactly the same, but both both very noble causes either way. And I know your father-in-law was a World War II veteran. Yes, he is. He, I mean, he, yes, he was. He was. And a very good-looking chap, I might say. <laughs> uh, are, are any of the Brits ugly? Is that is that a good question? No, all, all all of my Brit families are beautiful. All right. Well, we like we like our Southerners too. Now we can't, um, you know we we went to war against those people, and they supposedly it was over taxation without representation, but it might have been just a good old family squabble. Probably, but I will tell you one thing: when I go over there, I am treated like a queen. No pun intended, <laughs> because they want they want me to talk all the time. Imagine that, yeah. and I love talking, so it goes that well. But they will ask Mike, they go, hey, where's your lovely wife? He got to go last October. I couldn't go because of the CMA Awards coming up at NATD and the Songwriters Hall of Fame. But he went, and the first thing they said, where's your lovely wife? <laughs> so this time I'm going to visit. So, yeah, I'm going to be seeing all my buddies over there. All right. Again, if you're just tuning in, Precious Harris giving us the latest from Nashville Music Row via Jolly Old England here as she is married to a Brit and we are glad that she could take some time to join us from across the pond. Precious, author of I Know Country, also a music career development consultant. Precious, I know in England they probably have heard of a guy named Luke Bryan as he's about to get out on the Sunset Repeat Tour. I don't know if he's going to be over there in the U.K. or not, but what more can you tell us about Luke Bryan, that good old Georgia pea-picking, cotton-picking fella? Well, actually, I knew Luke before he was Luke, and he was a songwriter. He actually is one of the co-writers, him and Rachel Thibodeau, of Good Vibrations for Billy Currington. Uh, I was actually at his number one party at BMI many years ago where I met him. And, of course, just sent him on Music Row because he hangs out with my friend Chris Burgenese. Uh Anyway, but he is uh, he is uh, kicking off his tour in Philadelphia. Then he's going to wrap the tour on October 25th of this year. But this is like... Uh, he's already had three previous sold out concerts uh, at the stadium here. Uh, Cole Swindell, I think, is one of his acts, which used to be his t shirt guy, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, pretty yeah, neat. Perfect. All right. Luke Bryan, very, very again, he wraps the tour on October 25th, and it will be wrapping for the fourth consecutive year at Ford Field 
home of the Detroit Lions. I don't know why in the world he wants to finish that thing up in Motown, but the tour has sold-out concerts at the stadium, and this year's show again with John Langston, DJ Rock, and Cole Swindell. Complete ticket information and the entire Luke Bryan Sunset Repeat Tour schedule available at LukeBryan.com. We're going to go to a break. When we come back on the other side with our British-American friend, Precious, we're going to be talking about Vince Gill, also Aaron Watson News, and we leave you with a trivia question hitting the break here from across the pond. On May 22nd of 2000, Double Live set a new record for country concert albums when it was certified with shipments of 13 million units for which iconic artist Chris Gaines, maybe? Is that who it is? Precious? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll tell you after the break here as we wrap up with Precious from England. This is y'all. Technology Truths, brought to you by GEICO. Technology Truths. Truth, you think you can solve any problem by turning your computer off and on. Hey man, is something wrong with your laptop? Nah, I just need to turn it off and on. It's no problem. It's smoking. Yeah, that just means it needs to reboot. Truth. It's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at Geico.com. And now it's on fire. Happens all the time. It's all good. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Message and data rates may apply. Up to eight messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. Not to brag, but the Purple Mattress is a pretty big deal. And so is our Purple Memorial Day sale. For a limited time, get up to $100 off and a free set of luxury purple sheets when you buy a mattress. That's up to $229 in savings. Our biggest sale ever. What makes Purple such a big deal? It's the only mattress that gives your back the firm support it needs and the soft comfort you crave at the same time. No matter your body type or favorite sleep position, Dreading those hot summer nights? Purple's one-of-a-kind comfort technology naturally stays cool all night so you don't sweat the bed. Not to mention it isolates motion, is non-toxic, and is made right here in the USA. Because the best rest of your life starts on Purple. Don't miss out on Purple's humongous Memorial Day sale. Get $100 off and free sheets by texting TRY to 84888. Shop the best deal yet by texting TRY to 84888. That's T-R-Y to 84888. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 2424 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2424. Standing in the spotlight On such a perfect night Knowing that you're out there listening And I remember one time When I was so afraid I didn't think I had the courage To stand up on this stage Then you reached into my heart 
And you found the melody And if there ever was somebody Who made me believe in me It was you It was you It was your song that made me sing Final segment as we conclude this Wednesday edition with Precious Harris. This is y'all. And Precious is a music career development consultant, NashvilleMusicLine.com, the website. She's also the author of I Know Country. You can go to iknowcountry.com and get all the good stuff with 366 daily country music questions and answers. And we need an answer from Miss Precious right now. She's reporting to us today. You get extra credit here, Precious, taking time with all the time zone changes and stuff to still talk to us from England today. Thank you very much for that. Yes, it's actually, if it's 9 o'clock in the U.S., it is 3 p.m. here. Okay. I bet you're going to tell me if it's 9 p.m. here, it'll be 3 a.m. there. Well, that may be in Australia. (laughs) Okay. Just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right. So we kind of understand that. But Precious, we had a trivia question going into the break. On May 22nd, back in 2000, Double Live set a new record for country concert albums with certified shipments of 13 million units for which iconic artist? And we've got a song from that Double Live playing in the background. What is the answer, madam? It is one of my favorite people I've ever met in Nashville, and I met him in 1990. His name is Garth Brooks. His name is Troyal Garth Brooks. Yeah, Troyal, T-R-O-Y-A-L, Troyal Mm. Garth Brooks. Yeah, Double Live has since been certified Diamond by R-I-A-A. Now, do y'all call that Rhea on Music Row? Yes, we do. Yeah, Rhea is what they call it. Okay, I'm always giving it the, the initials, but Rhea is what I'll start calling it from here on. It sold over 11 million albums worldwide. Right there in the UK, you could probably find copies of Double Live from Garth Brooks, which I got to give a shout out. I was on Garth Brooks Boulevard not long ago in Yukon, Oklahoma. That's his hometown. And it was good to hang out there and go to the local Brahms ice cream hamburger joint there, Precious. Oh, yes. And also, Garth broke a record last week, or week before last. I think they made the announcement. He has sold over one million vinyl records of his latest CD. Congratulations. Hey, let's talk about his fellow Oki, and funny we should mention that word, as Vince Gill, who was making hits before Garth Brooks ever showed up in Music City. <laughs> Vince, is set, he's set to release a new album called Oki, and that comes out August 23rd. Now, that word Oki was once a derogatory term to refer to inhabitants of Oklahoma who migrated to the West Coast, places like Bakersfield, California, as a result of the Dust Bowl and the Great Depression. And the native Oklahoman Vince Gill has proudly appropriated the term for the upcoming album that embraces his Oklahoma roots. Gill wrote or co-wrote all 12 songs on the album. Vince Gill, Oki, coming up in just a few months. Precious, I'm excited about that. Me too, because, you know, Vince, a lot of people don't realize that he's also a songwriter, you know. Um, But anyway, but he was wanting it sort of to go that way because he, you know, he loves the songwriter. He loves everything about it and surrounding in the world of that. Uh, And he didn't really want to be a concept album, but it it actually, when when he started bringing people together to bring it together, it became more information than what he envisioned. And it sort of grew out into this beautiful, wonderful piece of, of musical art so um like i said he wrote or co-wrote 
every all 12 tracks on the record so that's why he was you know thinking about being a songwriter's record but once again it took on a whole new meaning of its own once they started the process of creating and being an artist being around artists i know that sometimes that can be a welcome thing and sometimes not so welcome thing depending on what happens but for him it turned out to be something really really good and uh, now he did uh his other album was uh the last one he had was down to my last bad habit 2016 so fans have been waiting almost four years so it's going to be worth the wait and it's going to be wonderful and vince gill not only a good songwriter like you mentioned he's a heck of a guitarist he grew up in the oklahoma city area born in norman home of the oklahoma university sooners or university of oklahoma they're one of those schools that's got that crazy thing where they're ou but officially they're the university of oklahoma his dad was a lawyer and an administrative law judge jay stanley gill and of course vince got into music although a good golfer he went into the music biz he was in the country rock band pure prairie league entering that band in 1979 before striking off on a solo career that had him on rca records before he really hit it big with mca and had songs like when i call your name and more just love his music love his voice vince gill and a new album coming up in a few months from Vinny, can't wait for that now here's a guy that i want to talk to you about aaron watson he's going to be playing the grand Ole opry on june 8th and on the 25th as part of the red bandana tour tell me about aaron watson and what all he's got going on well i saw him out um i want to i'm not going to tell you the place because i can't remember it was the winners or the losers not too long ago but he has got a lot almost like an underground movement of fans he's very much um got that southern rock feel and once again y'all feel uh but he's also he's one of those people that his shows are so incredibly energetic that it one fan tells the other fan the other tells the other fan and all of a sudden he's got a sold out show so he's very much he he tours on his fan support um but anyway but he's got one of my favorite of uh, the tracks is kiss that girl goodbye and uh of course this that is the trying the debut single from the new 20 song album kiss that girl goodbye is already hit the top 10 in texas and he has surpassed 3.4 million demand streams which is extremely rare for a first time out there for an independent artist so uh now he's breaking radio finally he gets breaking radio instead of so hopefully we'll hear him on the air soon a whole lot more than what we do all right, and he is from Abilene, Texas, attended Abilene Christian University, and has kind of gone the independent route. His label is Big Label, and you mentioned the word just a second ago when you were talking about him, calling him an underdog. Funny you should mention that because The Underdog was one of his album names, and in fact, yes. it went to number one on the country albums chart. Oh, back in 2015, it sold more than 83,000 copies at the time on big label records the underdog and then the follow-up with that i'm not i'm not very good with my spanish here vaquero is the follow-up to that and his latest effort is going to be called red red bandana as we said that's coming out june 21st on big label records an artist you might not be familiar with but got a lot of fans and sells a lot of albums doing it he's a southern boy doing it independent way aaron watson and we are going to be looking forward to his style of music in the future all right precious we want to let people know some of the things that have happened this week in country music and glenn campbell was number one on the billboard country album chart with galveston good texas song there that was number one it spent 11 weeks there and 26 weeks total on the billboard chart 
this week in 1969, 50 wow. years ago for this Jimmy Webb penned classic Galveston, which wow. I I never really paid enough attention to it till after Glenn Campbell's death, and I watched a bunch of stuff that was on CNN and stuff that that great documentary about him, and I had no idea because I guess I wasn't paying attention how this song Galveston, which came out in '69, had that kind of connection to Vietnam. I mean, I should have been listening and talked about the the Vietnam War there essentially in that song, but Jimmy Webb, one of the great songwriters in country music history. Oh yeah, he's actually in the Hall of Fame too. And I, somebody told me—I don't know if it's true—but I'm going to—I'm going to spread gossip, even though I don't know if it's true or not—that he was married to Vicki Lawrence. I'm not sure about that. That's okay. I'm that, going to check it because someone told me that today because we were talking. Not okay. Uh, uh, but I'm going to check it and I'll let you know next week. Maybe Don't more fake news. Hey, since we were talking about <laughs> uh, maybe, since we were talking about Oklahoma a, a minute ago, here's some other on this week in, in country music. What all happened back in 1970 during this week? Merle Haggard, who had roots in Oklahoma, he was number one on the country album charts with "Okie" from Muskogee, another great song. And then Oklahoma native Reba McIntyre was inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame on May 22nd of 2011. She was inducted by Dolly Parton. All right, Precious, we want to also let people know about birthdays this week. And John Party had a birthday on Tuesday as he turned 34 years old. Diamond Rio's Dana Williams, who I think was a bassist or guitarist in that great country act, he was born on this day in 1961. Also, the pop star, actress, and kind of a country artist, Jewel, who is from Utah originally but grew up in Alaska. She turns 45 years young today. Roseanne Cash has a birthday this week, as well as Tom T. Hall and Bo Cephas. Hank Williams Jr., birthday on May 26th. Happy birthday to all y'all. Oh, yes. And, of course, I love Dana. And uh, he's actually trying to find a home for his little kitty cat. He's had a kitten for about a year or so, and the older cat is not liking it at all. So um, I'm trying to help him find a home for his little kitty cat because they don't. um, He wants someone who would love it and keep it an inside cat, you know, as a pet. Um, So I'm trying to help him do that. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Dana is a huge animal lover, too. So kudos and happy birthday to Dana today. And let's talk about your fellow Kentuckian. We don't want to leave it out. Tom T. Hall of Olive Hill, Kentucky. A great singer, turning 83 and precious. What's going on with Tom T. Hall? Well, he actually, you know, he wrote Harper Valley PTA. Yeah. And uh, we recently, as of this last six weeks, we released a remix of Jeannie C. Riley's album that we had masters from 1977. And we had her involved in the project. And I got to interview Jeannie for the liner notes for the record, but she credits Tom T. Hall as giving her a career, but he mainly stays, you know, under the radar. He may come out for certain things, stuff like that, but he still works a lot with red beat records and Eric uh, and them over there, Eric Brace. And, uh, but yeah, he's, he's slowly enjoying retirement, but he's not completely retired. Yeah, but uh, kudos to him for uh, it's countryrewindrecords.com and go check out the liner notes of their Jeannie C. Riley and Johnny Rustin. You'll see my name. Tom T. Hall, the storyteller and precious. We love the stories that you tell us. All all true, not fake news coming from you. Not fake news. (laughs) Yeah. Enjoy your time in England. We look forward to getting you back stateside. Precious Harris, thank you very much and we will see you next week. Everyone have a Jolly Roger time. (laughs) 
All right. Well, that will conclude today's Y'all Show. Thanks to Precious. We'll be right back here tomorrow with an all-new Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. Hi, I'm Paul. I know what you're thinking. Oh, great. Another wireless ad. I know how you feel. And it seems like they're always full of this complicated, tricky language about their networks and offers and blah, blah, blah. Well, Sprint is going to do things differently and let you decide for yourself with their new 100% total satisfaction guarantee. Try it for 30 days, love it, or your money back. See? Simple. Now get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. So switch now. Visit your local Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1 today. 30-day guarantee with new line of service. S10 128 gigabyte, $15 a month after $22.50 a month credit for 18 months credit applied within two bills. If canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 63020, pay $32 per month per line for five lines with auto pay. Data D prioritization during congestion. Coverage not offer not available everywhere. Speed maximums use rules, $30 activation fee and restrictions apply.